0: Hello listeners, I am Bonnie Jean Alford and I am the Identity Guru. And welcome to season two of Life's a Blank. I do apologize for the long delay between season one and season two. I'll be quite frank with you. When I launched season one back in 2018, I knew absolutely nothing about creating a podcast. I only had a vision and an idea about having real conversations with real people about real life. I wanted to talk truth. I wanted to delve into the darkest and the most beautiful places of humanity. And I still do. I just didn't know the mechanics of it all. I didn't want to be married to using a separate program to weave together my interviews and my conversations and different aspects of it. And I also didn't know I didn't want to call them interviews. I wanted to call them conversations. So I decided to take a break to learn what I needed to know to do it right. I also didn't like the platform I was on. And we don't need to mention that name because we are now on Anchor. And Anchor is absolutely amazing. Makes it really simple for me to do what I need to do and get the message across for you, my listeners, in this radio podcast show. We are going to talk truth today. And I'm not pulling any punches, as you recall from season one, if you were listening back then, or if you've gone back and listened to those first episodes, I didn't pull any punches then either. We're going to have real conversations about some really tough topics over the next several months. Uh, which is hopefully how long this season will go. The reality is the world seems to be falling apart in many ways. And today's episode, Down With This, is a part of a two-part interconnected episode. I actually had intended to have my two conversations as one episode. But they were so intense and so deep that they couldn't be part of one episode or it was going to be just too long. I respect your time, and I respect my time, and I respect the reality of everything. So I decided instead to make it a two-part episode, down with this part one and down with this part two. And I will give a brief introduction in part two as well. For part one, I have the honor of having a conversation with my birthday 20, Sharice Arrington, who is an amazing musician and also the creator of the very song that you will hear at the end of both episodes. She is a black American woman who is beautiful and talented. And we had a real conversation about race relations in America and what can be done to find some semblance of justice in America, in life, in the world. And I realize that there's only one rule I have for the conversations on this show, and that's that we need to respect our fellow humans and not call anybody names, not go to that dark place, because that's where the root of everything is. It's the root of hate. and I want this show to be about truth from all sides. That may be that I have somebody on to have a conversation that I completely don't agree with. Tonight's two episodes happen to be two people that I I do agree with and we have similar thoughts about having and making the world a better place. But I am thinking about how As a society, we so often forget that the truth gets buried a lot. The truth gets buried for the benefit of those who have control of a society. And let's not beat around the bush. Let's think about the reality that in America specifically, history books have often eliminated Blacks from them, even when Black Americans were the creators of beautiful products or moments in history. For instance, I'm airing this episode on Memorial Day, and I'm actually recording this monologue beginning on Memorial Day. But where does Memorial Day come from? I know as a kid, I was always taught that it was a day to honor those died in war. That's what we were taught. That was all we were taught. We weren't told when it began. We weren't told um, how it began. We weren't told what the history was. And in fact, I'm not sure I knew the history until just a few years ago. And I don't know if I really cemented it until I saw a meme on Facebook today. I know I'd read the story, but I didn't remember when or how, and it wasn't quite in my brain. So let me tell you, Memorial Day is a day that many have tried to proclaim ownership of having the first Memorial Day in their community. And there are some one-off situations where somebody held an event or, Uh, created something they used to call it decoration day and they would decorate the gravestones of fallen soldiers and that's all true that's all not a falsehood or part of the history but scholars have determined that the main Occurrence or event that really began as the first Memorial Day occurred May 1st of 1865 in Charleston, South Carolina. It was then that formerly enslaved African Americans honored hundreds of black soldiers that have died and were buried in a mass grave. They spent weeks digging up the soldiers from that mass grave and reburying them in a way that truly honored their life and their death. And we do this memory, this day, we celebrate it to celebrate the lives and the loss of these people that died in battle. I, of course, contend that it's a little bigger than that, that it's not just in battle in time of war, but in service to the cause of peace and justice that these beautiful souls were lost. In this case, in 1865, for the battle to end slavery. Yeah, there's a lot more to the Civil War than slavery. It was a very economic-based war, but we've long held that that was a big part of at least the moral side of the war, if not the literal economic side of the war. Today, we spend Memorial Day having picnics, honoring and remembering people we've lost. And that's a good thing, though it's supposed to be about those who were in service. I've lost quite a few of my own ancestors in service, some of which I knew and some of which I didn't have the honor to know. And a few of my ancestors, including my own father and my great-great-grandfather, died from injuries sustained in battle or in war that they brought home with them. That while they left the military alive, they did not leave intact. And it is ultimately the injuries or the illnesses from that time in service that killed them. Those are people that need to be remembered as well on this day. (laughs) I also feel that there is a different kind of war that takes place outside the uniform, in American society especially, but also in other places in the world. And that's why I chose to have a conversation about race relations be part of episode one airing on Memorial Day. And episode two looks at a battle more globally. And I'll introduce that in episode two. I'm not down with any kind of racism or hate or anything like that. I'm all about building bridges. That's what I'm down with. And that's why I like the song that I chose, Down With This by our very own conversation today with Sharice Errington. Because her song talks about being down with life and down with the choices you make and down with so many other things and i'm really down with creating bridges between people so that we can create a world where we're all safe from the hate that ultimately keeps carrying through it doesn't matter your opinion or or your difference or where you're from And I don't want to get into some lecture or some being on a pulpit kind of mentality. I want to introduce my interview with Sharice in a way that honors her truth. Because let's face it, we're all here to share our truths. And that's what this show is about. It's called Life's a Blank because we make our own path and our own journey And through those journeys coming together in conversation, open, honest, respectful conversation, that's when we can get to the truth of the matter. So right after the break, we're going to jump right in with Charisse. And let's talk truth. Hey, Charisse. It's so nice to have you here. How are you doing? I'm awesome, ya? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm okay, I'm okay. So tell me, how's your day been going today? Uh, I always say a day above ground is a good day. And then thereafter, I just try to make it be a good day as best I can. So my day from that perspective is a good day. And I'm actually in reality having a good day. But I always, you know, I do my best to preface it with that disclaimer at the beginning <laughs> yeah so um you're a musician right i am a couple of different things but a musician is definitely one of them
0: well as you know there's the show life's a blank is all about people's identity and we met of course through a different part of our identities through toastmasters yes for our listeners we were
1: competing against each other it was very Did you and you you beat me you can just go on and say it don't don't be shy don't 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 just cut the cake let's just do it <laughs> yeah i have the first place trophy to prove it <laughs> yes yes yes, yes.
0: <laughs> but <laughs> what was significant was we share a birthday
1: yes 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 we are the same birthday girls and uh know even though we haven't hung out i'm sure we have many parts of the same personality so we love Mm -hmm. people right aquarians love people
0: we we love people and we've hung out kind of through some some events here and there yeah yeah but i mean like
1: the you know the the real sit down have three drinks get wasted just kidding you guys but hey if we want to get wasted we have every right. Okay.
0: <laughs> you, you are right in that. I, I, I have tried, however, to get wasted. Sadly,
2: <laughs>
1: biochemistry doesn't allow me to get drunk. It doesn't allow you. Well, you would, we would see, we would fit in well, cause I'm not a drinker. So, but you know, I, because I always said I I'm so high on life in certain ways. And I'm so, my personality is, you know, I, 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 you, you hear, I have volume to my voice. I am very like, you know, a live wire. So I can't even imagine what substance would do to me. I think people be like, you know what? You you really just need to chill somewhere. You're getting on our nerves and you're disturbing our cool. So I'm glad in that way because I think I would either be totally the opposite, like, yo, what's up? Or I'd be like, oh, my God, this is... <laughs> I think I would be the latter. I do. I think I'd be the latter. So, But nothing against anybody that does their thing. It's just never been, you know, just... I noticed early on that I don't have probably the right discipline to do certain things. So just doesn't hit my, you know, my yard. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just
0: really not, well, really not down with that, you know? Hey,
1: there you go. You you have a song by that title, don't you? Down with this? Down with this, down with that, down with that, this and the other. No, down with this. Yes, I do. I'm I'm blessed to uh, have written a song uh name down with this yes
0: (laughs) well that's the episode that we're we're recording right now is is using your song and i greatly appreciate that
1: absolutely
0: Absolutely. you wrote
1: this song like 25 years ago yeah i'm celebrating my uh 25th uh what we call that a silver anniversary of music i was like my god does this time go but you know what uh some people who have done a lot of things didn't get to see 25 years. So I, I look at it, you know, I don't be, you know, cause we all want to be like, oh gosh, you know, this is old and these different things, but I'm, I'm just, you know, right, 2020 brought in different kind of perspectives for different individuals. The perspective it brought for me, is like, you know, right again, a day above ground is a good day. It's my first last chance to be me, right? I this is all I can do to I came into the world for a sign moment to do whatever it is I'm assigned to do. So I just try to find the joy in what it is I, I'm doing, right? At any moment I try. I do my best. I don't always hit my marks like any human being, but for the most part, I, I shoot I do shoot the arrows. <laughs> I do shoot the arrows. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, and I try
0: too. I always try to live my best life and I always know that you do whenever we talk i i know you're living your best life no matter what hurdles come at you no matter what obstacles no matter whether you know you, you get beat in a competition by another awesome aquarian yeah, right right
1: right exactly yeah you know
0: now, listeners, I did not go on and run the next round. I failed I, I mm-hmm. miserably in the next round, but I still have my first place trophy, so I'm happy.
1: There you go. There you go. Right? <laughs> that, we, that we even showed up to do it, right, is where, where, you know, of course, we love winning. Who who doesn't love winning? I'm not going to say that I get in and be like, oh, I don't care if I don't win. I, I do care if I win, but I'm balanced, right? We're balanced in how we care. The thing is, is that I trust we want to stretch ourselves to just get into whatever if it's a competition whether it's a a, you know whatever it can do to grow us expand us is what I think the real win is because at the end of the day you'll look back and you'll be you know your trophy might one day be salved to you right like it it could be a bomb for some moment you're going through to remind you of how you show up and to remind you of that that sleigh you have in you you may not even remember me I hope you do but I'm saying you will you'll look at your trophy and it'll be like it it will put on your mind like man I showed up to do something great and that's what I love about anything we do in life that you know right we get an opportunity to see who we are
0: yeah and you know it's also about I think being kind to the the people you're competing against. You know, we joke and we, we... I don't give a
1: shit about them. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> I
0: know you, I know you do. But we do. We joke about, you know, being all competitive, but but really you came up and shook my hand and congratulated me. And it was a be- the beginning of a beautiful friendship that still has so much more beauty to, to unfold and, and a collaboration, I think, in our future on a song. I, I think I think it's still there for us.
1: Okay, okay. Well, you know. Uh, I love watching flowers unfold. I am open to whatever (laughs) can, uh, you know, be good, a win-win for us. And uh, yes, it is about people. Like we established, Aquarians. I just think that most Aquarians, I know not to just get all off into Zodiacs. Most people I know love, love people, but there are degrees like black belts. And I think because we are water bearers, right, we pour knowledge, wisdom, things like we love to share information and that's what we represent as water bearers that we always want to pour into life and so yes mm-hmm. we being that's quintessential anything to do with people and being an extension right another finger hand arm whatever we might be so yes i agree wholeheartedly with you that yeah people is just nothing better
0: no i i absolutely love people and in fact i've been experiencing recently expanding my network across oceans and country boundaries and making new new business connection new friends all over the world and it's been this wonderful consequence of the last 14 months you know we when we started back in march of 2020 all these shutdowns and switching to this zoom world that we're we're in uh i was not anticipating it would go as well as it did. I mean, for me, I don't know about for you, but I've been felt very alone because I live alone in my apartment and I only see people for the most part, you know, once a week when I go out for my self-care day and self-care days, very important everyone. Uh, <laughs> and then, you know, on Zoom and it's not the same as in person. I, I mean, I used to go out like all the time. I'd see people three, four, five times a week. It was great. And you know, we're Aquarians, we need those people. So I don't know if it's like that for you, but this this unintended consequence of meeting new people all over the world has made it bearable the aloneness that has that has happened. Um, so I mean, what do you think about that? How has it been for you the last fourteen months?
1: Um, <clears throat> crutch work, crutch work. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I am definitely not. As engaged as I was before pre-COVID. I, I definitely am not as engaged. In fact, I have good talks with myself to, to tell myself that I'm see, I'm I'm kind of comfortable not being so engaged uh, because I have always, as far as I can remember anyway, have a good balance of being with people and being with myself. I enjoy both. However, we are social creatures. And it is important that I, I, do, I do believe we stay in these connections of things. So in certain parts of my life, though there are not people there, I'm always on the phone. I'm always talking to people. So I may, like you said, I may not see them, but my life is inundated with people, phone calls, emails, you know, and friends that I'm just always talking to. So while I don't see, I used to go maybe two, sometimes three times a year, three times out of the year. To go see friends they come see me so all of that is shut off and i just try to remember that i am a social creature so i can't get used to just t- cutting off from people like that because i'm sometimes like whoa this is the life <laughs> and it's crazy right mm-hmm. so because like you i'm with myself right i live with myself and i i enjoy it i i enjoy it i don't have a problem with it on any level so i sometimes think to myself. Because I have a therapist and all this cool stuff. Because you know, therapy is sexy. So, oh, it is. yeah, it's sexy. You know, and uh, I, you know, my therapist is like, "Did you go out today? Did you?" And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, I should go out." So that's that's <laughs> that's me. I I just want to remember that we I, we didn't come into the world alone. We came through uh, a womb that was our mother's, uh, and that is definitely telling for me that i started out with someone you know even though our father though our father also contributed i want to leave the guys out but i'm saying we came through a womb right and we didn't do yeah. that alone we we grew we formed in a mother's womb and so that tells me that i i need to stay connected to people i didn't come into this world alone so but i can get very comfortable in this space so thank god it looks like some things are lifting up the veil and people can get back out and enjoy and i plan to be one of them myself i'll probably be very skirmish like i think i was doing something today i was like oh you know if you're gonna wear makeup and which i don't wear a lot of but i was like you got to do this part of your face too because you know with the mask you you know have to do this and i'm like okay this is all done but you gotta take care of this part if you don't have a mask on right (laughs) (laughs) so yeah i I did something
0: uh, last week because i was able to finally get my real id and and I had to wear makeup and so i'm putting makeup on behind my face covering going okay right don't touch the face covering don't touch so i'm like trying to hold it away from my mouth and making sure the lipstick didn't get messed up and smeared and i'm just like no i know right it's, it's totally crazy
1: and then going out you know i remember i honestly did this i'm not just making a joke uh someone came to pick me up and went to to lunch and they were like wow you you look nice well you I'm, and they were like, I think they said, I'm not judging you, but you're going to keep your pajama bottoms on. I was like, oh, shoot, right? Because from here up and at the bottom, and I ran out in the car with my pajama bottoms on and slippers and thought nothing of it to go to lunch or dinner. We were either going to lunch or dinner. And they were, I said, oh, let me go right back in. That's how used to this moment I've become that. And I was like, oh my goodness. I didn't think anything of it. I, I took care of everything going up where, but going down it was like, and right now I won't, I mean, I have on pants, but I definitely wouldn't probably be wearing this out. So those are my confessions. I'm, I'm telling it all today. I'm well, telling- I, have, I can honestly
0: say that other than the first couple of months back in March and April of 2020, I do get dressed every day.
1: Oh, good for you. For
0: business outfit. Except today, I had run out of a lot of laundry, so I'm wearing the dredges from the back of my drawer. Going, okay, this is not something I like wearing. Thankfully, I have very few business meetings today. You know, Charisse won't mind if I'm wearing my my shirt that I, you know, maybe I should start sleeping in it. Maybe. Oh, I
1: won't tell. I won't tell everybody that I see spaghetti spots and you know breadcrumbs and. You know, and food food in your teeth. And (laughs) no, but we'll we'll edit that part out. Don't let them know that. (laughs) I'm kidding everybody. No, she, she looks very, very apropos and very beautiful as usual.
0: Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Now go, Let's go back to this therapy thing. So there, yeah. there's, this is happens to be may it's mental health month, right? Mental health. Yeah. Month that's day. what
1: they used to have told me because you know, yes. every, every day it's, um, it's, we got a holiday. We celebrate lately. So yes, I do know it's mental health month. Uh-huh. Yeah.
0: And we, you know, during the last 14 months, mental health issues have been climbing a huge on the rise and You know, I'm always been a, I have always been a proponent of therapy. Therapy has been my saving grace in more than one phase of my life, more than one season of my life. And uh, unlike your therapist, my therapist doesn't ask me if I go out. She asks me, or she reminds me more specifically that I'm going to be doing amazing things. And I, when am I going to step into them? Is that, that's what she asks me almost (laughs) at least once a month. And I'm working on it. I mean, this podcast, re, re, re-airing it, bringing it back to the table is one of the first things I really want to do. But when we think about mental health, there's a stigma attached to mental health, right? Yes. And especially, I mean, you happen to be Black.
1: Yes. yes. To
0: be, you are. It's a, it's a reality. And in the Black community especially, I understand that mental health issues, there's even greater stigma attached to it. And talking about things like therapy isn't something that is always done. You know, I've known people who will, when you bring up therapy, they're like, Oh, we can't go to therapy, you know. And I say, well, why not? I, I can refer you to this really great therapist, she's black too. <laughs> and sure. it helped help mitigate that stigma. What are your thoughts on that? Am I completely off base on that or is there still something there with that?
1: Well, um, I would not say you're off base because you're right, you have friends of all, all areas of diversity and things. So I would never, I would not want to say that, but I would say we're not monolithic, right? Like any groups, we obviously, uh, you know, if we, if we look from whence things came, if you consider slavery, Because people, there are people in the world, right? That can hear slavery and say, oh, not that again. You know, some people, I'm not saying everybody, but some people can be on that page, but here's my thing. And then I'll get to what you asked me, it all connects. Here's my thing. One person in our lifetime has a problem clearing up whatever their issues are. So imagine a collective of people over 400 years mm-hmm. right for whatever those stuck places and those unfortunate learned limitations and behaviors and things of that nature, so all that compiled into a ball of wax that becomes every generation, because this has not been broken yet in many ways, mm-hmm. so in slavery everything was kept quiet with black people if they were going to escape they only spoke amongst themselves right if they were going you know to freedom if they were going to do anything right you didn't tell massa you didn't so think about that right how this how this shaped itself is that we were not talking to tell people stuff because that could have been our life that could have been to our detriment in many ways to confess anything so black people have always had the barber shops and the hair shops and the kitchen table where we talk amongst ourselves that's how we did it because that was how that's our experience in america it's not so that is why it in my opinion it plays out the way that it does until things actually transform where all people, right? I'm sounding like Martin Luther King now, not by the color of their skin, but the <laughs> content, right? So that that's what I, I think, if we're talking about the African-American diaspora, then that's what I would attribute it to is because, right? For any people, not just our family, but looking back from the generations of how, if they were, if they're Italian people, if they're Jewish people, what has been some of the flavors of the day that have played out in the moment to cause that diaspora to be strong in this area, but yet over here needs the muscle to be strengthened. So that's the way I see it. So yes, we're doing more therapy now. I didn't want to do it either because it, again, all of that is, you know, until I thought about because sometimes if you many times you're not thinking about what you're thinking about you you can't make change behaviors so until i thought about it it was just kind of something i was doing because that's how i've seen it done in my diaspora right people don't talk about it people don't everything is with your family or you keep it amongst your group you don't take it outside but now we're starting to take things more outside and i personally enjoy therapy because as a life coach I have to have somebody that Mm -hmm. I can talk to because people dump into me what their problems and issues and worries and complaints and concerns are. So if I don't dump that out somewhere and, and strengthen and recharge that battery so they can come back and dump into me and pour and, you know, complain and all this then I I would be at a loss. So I'm glad that I did take the steps and I'm really enjoying it. Not only do I have a therapist, I have a speech pathologist and I have recreational therapy as well because I'm a veteran and there are a lot of programs for veterans. So anybody out there who's a veteran, if you haven't looked into it, because I didn't know these things until coming out of last year, That there were just so many programs available to us so anybody that would be listening to your awesome podcast know that there is help for veterans that we would not even pay money for right because that's how they serve uh veterans who have served so i just wanted to throw that in oh no
0: i appreciate it i think it's it's great and you touched on something really key you know i've spent years studying mass trauma events and you talk about the 400 and some odd years of slavery Uh, post-slavery or slavery and post-slavery in this time of this what's called collective trauma or collective violence or collective um, experience that an entire group of people even people who like my ancestors are supposedly now I haven't found the records but my DNA test showed that I have descendants that were likely slaves you know but I don't present the way I'm the world sees me as white, the world presents that way and I'm part of that culture and I and I own that and respect that and I and I accept that privilege. But there's this recognition that the trauma, even if you happen to be lucky enough, I, I don't like the word lucky, blessed enough to move beyond the look of being part of the collective trauma, it still affects us. Uh, where am I going with this? I don't know yet. Well, yeah. But this collective trauma you know, impacts entire communities. And I love how, how you point out that relying on each other is, is the key thing, is a really big key thing. A therapist is great because you can dump everything out and they have certain trainings to guide you through it and make sure you don't, um, over think it too much or, you know, take it to a negative place and help to unpack that collective trauma. But there's a reality in in the fact that we are together in this you know you know you brought up martin luther king you know i love his work i love everything about martin luther king jr he just believed in bringing people together and he he didn't care necessarily about what color your skin was except where it mattered that there was oppression taking place and it matters that oppression still is taking place i mean he's He's got to be wherever he's sitting, being like, this is not what I had in mind. I can Imagine him going on a cursing rampage, going, let's put an end to this with some words that I would choose not to say today, because I'm just not one who cusses a lot. But I can imagine him being upset by the world right now. The world seems to be in complete chaos, and it just seems to get worse even when we think it's supposedly getting better <laughs> but you know as, as it is mental health awareness month I, I really appreciate your taking the moment to, to explain this collective violence from your perspective and how important therapy has been for you I, I really and and letting our veterans know which thank you by the way for your service
1: thank you thank you yeah it's uh it's help out here. You know, there are many uh, slaves because there are many oppressors mm-hmm. and there are many oppressors because mm-hmm. there are many slaves. Mm-hmm. You see so the circle. It's a circle. And until uh, all parts of the circle does what it needs to do it'll continue to be a rectangle or a triangle or anything other than what a circle to complete itself, because it, it has to finish. It cannot stand on an ellipsis like this because this is why there's no peace in the earth. I think basically, since we're talking race relations mm-hmm. or human re- human race relations, you know, it's it's the same when people people would think again. Like I said, one person in their lifetime can spend their entire life going through therapy and trying to get to their best life, or just waking mm-hmm. up in the day and doing whatever. One person. So it's easy to understand if a collective has been beat, 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 be, beat down to infinitum, then that can happen. So the same thing with this circle I'm talking about, that if, if people were to just think about like what it takes for one person to just break through, we'll, we're just gonna continue to play this out. So if someone offended your person or my person, it can hang out there until you got an apology. Now you might, you might receive the apology. Nine times out of 10, I think most people, if it feels sincere, depending on what it is, we would be like, oh, okay. Something about that is freeing. And it's certainly something freeing about it when I know that I've made a trespass, whether intentional and certainly, well, certainly if intentional or by default, i know the power what it does to me to be able to say to you bonnie jean i apologize i i you know i just wasn't in the right space Mm -hmm. and i made the choice i know what that can do so imagine if if african-american people had just gotten that that was all they really needed was just someone to say uh, the collective as you know everybody's not going to do it but the majority of the collective to say you know what we made some human you know, slips, trips, falls, some transgressions, some mm-hmm. whatever. And I'm not gonna say, I don't speak for all black people. So I, I just wanna be clear for that. I'm saying, in my opinion, that if that works with me talking to you one-on-one and you talking to me one-on-one, if we were to you know, have an iniquity or whatever, and you said, oh, Sharice, no problem. I, I, I thank you. I, I forget that. It's the same with a collective and that's what people don't get. They keep forgetting, you just look at the one first and then you play that out into the whole, right? right? So that's what I would say. Mm
0: -hmm. Well, and and, you know, like if I could, you know, I talked about my side of my ancestors that was likely slaves. I had ancestors that were slave owners, that I have proven. And if I could apologize on their behalf, I absolutely would. But I also know that I can't do that. I'm sorry that and saddened that I've learned this about my own ancestors. But I, I know that they're not me. And the reality is the, our society keeps repeating the problems. They keep repeating the oppression. They keep repeating the, the, the practices, you know, claiming that they are making change. And it just, it really does piss me off actually. It pisses me off greatly that our governments, our, our society as a whole, that there are practices out there that just won't stop. And I really appreciate you talking real with me about race. I mean, most people don't want to talk about race. Oh yeah. I'll talk
1: about, you know, I think (laughs) we just have to have, right. uh, Even if we don't agree, we just agree to disagree. Everybody's not going to maybe see everything the same way again. Right. Because you are your own person. And so, yeah, so I I can talk to people about anything. And I just want to add one little caveat and let you finish is that, Again, you know, someone's family can have a child who goes out and and commits a crime, a horrific one, and that family will apologize on behalf of that child, though they did not do that. So we see the power again, if we watch this thing, we can see the power of, it, it didn't have to be me, it could have been my aunt, it could have been but i think we do get into this you know how many lifetime removes but we have to know that if it's still going on it's not those people back there oh, yeah. right it's not them it's it's going on in modern day time so the mm-hmm. apology has, is still from the it's still going on so that suggests that there are people that are living right now mm-hmm. young old in between who are living right now who are making choices that has this on a continuum. And that's what is being missed too. It's like, people say, oh yeah, that was back in my, you know, my, my ancestors' day. Well, it didn't stop. So your ancestors did. And so, you know, it's just these things we have to look at and just be honest about to, well, not even be honest about because if we don't recognize it, I just believe there are people who really don't recognize and therefore they can only do what they know if they don't, you know, they haven't got it in their head in a certain way and they don't want it put it in their head. Because look at them now, right? People are, what is this revisionist type history? They oh. don't even want to talk about this thing, right?
0: <laughs> well, I know, and, and they don't. And it's, you know, when I say, I, like I, I, the reason I say I can't apologize for them is because I know they continued to do it and they kept doing the wrong and you, they weren't ready to apologize. You know, I am sorry they did it, but I can't, I can't speak on anyone else's behalf of mine, but what I can do is try to rectify the wrongs. And I've spent my entire life trying to build bridges between cultures and, and change that oppression that exists and try to work within the system and outside the system to end oppression anywhere and everywhere, because you know it is a threat to justice everywhere when you have it anywhere. And so that's what my life missions has been about, building these bridges. and. It, it always amazes me that the simple act of talking about something, just this conversation we're having right now, getting real with each other, maybe the one thing that someone hears and goes, oh, wow, I'm hoping they'll do that. (laughs) I'm really am tired of people, you know, going and tearing down statues rather than using the statue as a teaching tool of why we can't go back there. Tearing them down is just going to hide it behind closed doors. And we're going to continue seeing the acts of oppression because we're not seeing history and and then it becomes repeated. You know, you you have to face the history. You You have to hit it head on and make a conscious choice to see people as humans and treat people as humans. I mean, like, that's just my philosophy. I, I, I can't speak for anyone else, just like you can't, but I, I try, you know, I do the best I can. And it's just really, it really gets to me when people are always trying to make everything us versus them and use tools like name calling to tear down other cultures, even though they'll never see it you know, because they're in writing with their friends venting and then you call them on their behavior and you're the, in, you get in trouble. And it's like, how are we supposed to end it if people aren't willing to listen? So I guess what I'm getting at is what do you think we can do? And maybe, yeah, you know, what do you think we can do to try to end it? How do we get to peace between people? How do we build the bridge to meet in the middle on?
1: Hmm, good question. Um- I feel again, that uh, if people are gonna be down with this, (laughs) Mm -hmm. they, uh, it's simple, but it's not easy. It's very simple, but it's not easy. It's just gonna always come back to the self. Until a a person, my best work in life that I've done that I notice anyway, is because of the work I've done on self, right? If I can understand that if somebody calls me a name and it hurts and I call you a name, I should think to myself, well, when somebody called me a name, it hurt. So if I call you a name, it hurt. I should think if somebody punches me and I feel it, I should think that if somebody punches you, you're going to feel it. This is not, and I know that you already know this, you know, but I'm just expounding on how you asked me the question. right? Please, please. You, it's not rocket science. It really is about being true to thine own self so that you cannot be false to another. And that just means that what I understand about me how I see me is how I'll see my fellow man. So when a person treats somebody like, excuse my American on your show, treats somebody like shit, that tells me, especially as a life coach, how they really see themselves. Now they can argue that point all day with me if they wanted to, but I already know that I can't call out something that is not in me to call out, right? I, I cannot, I, I'm not gonna walk mm-hmm. up to people and see them and say to them certain things even on my worst day, I'm not going to walk up to people because that's just not in me. It's not, and mm-hmm. even if it were in me, I got enough control that that will not be the 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 alpha that leads me. Right? You know, like I always said, dog needs right. an alpha; otherwise, it chases. Me. My thoughts don't leave me. I don't I don't allow my thoughts to do that. Ever since I started understanding that I can have a conversation with them and tell them, "Look, I got this. Thank you, but no, thank you. You show up. Sure, thoughts show up." But they don't, they don't pull me and drag me all over. And I say that to people not as a measure of boasting, but as a measure of saying, I've practiced at what I do. I practice the way I think, because it's important to, I believe, thoughts attract, they manifest. I have a certain belief system, obviously. And I believe that, so therefore I put in, like somebody would put in the time to shoot a hoop up in the, or somebody would be a doctor that's practicing in school. I do that with thoughts. That's just what I'm attracted to and what I like. So I'm not going to do that. So when so I know that what we put emphasis on on the self is going to play out on how we deal with any other human being. So we're making this about all these councils and all these uh, platforms. And until people deal with themselves, this will never it will never change. We'll just keep playing this. Oh, it looks like you know like. All they did was put on a fake nose and a raincoat, but it's still the same behavior. It's still mm-hmm. dressed up in different shoes, different. Mm-hmm. So that's what I think. I think it's, it's simple, but it's not easy. It's like smoking. To quit smoking, what do you have to do? You have to stop. But the part that becomes now methodical and not so easy is some people are going to chew gum and some people are going to go cook turkey. Some people are going to cut down the packs of how they do it right. Not everybody's going to agree that to stop, they're going to just do it a particular way. And that's what's going on here. We're not picking the this one way of dealing with the self. I just think if people take that time to understand within what the beauty is there and, and what the potential is in any human being that has all their faculties and we're not speaking on mental health. And I do believe, and that's not idealistic or utopic thinking. That's the truth for anybody who's done the work to just even take one moment to look within themselves or just just to dig where their perspective and where they're coming from. It makes a difference and it can make the, the entire difference in this earth if we all just took care of our own business and did so you don't preach sister
0: preach i mean seriously that is exactly like wait are you in my head <laughs> because Bonnie i know you're swimming <laughs> in this head of mine because that's exactly my thoughts you know if we start just look in the mirror deal with ourselves and then go out in the world and treat people with the love that we're supposed to be giving ourselves you know, I think that a lot of these problems will go away. I mean, this is not saying you have to be the same. Difference is beautiful. Like, it's absolutely the most beautiful thing to be different, whether it's your interests, the way you write, the way your hair looks, whether it's how your your curves are around your hips, or the size of your nose, or the shape of your glasses, or your step, whatever your difference is. like. Own your difference, own your beauty and deal with it. And then treat people with the same respect that you just want for yourself. I, yeah.
1: Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. It's, uh, I guess, it's, it's just the work that we'll have to continue to do until enough people. It doesn't take everybody either. You know, light is interesting. You can be in a dark space and it can be a, a big stadium, a room you light up one match it can start to consume the dark, right? So it tells us about the one match and what the one match, but when that match touches other matches right now, you get a bigger fire. So people are the same. You're one match, I'm one match. And that's that's the whole point. It shows itself over and over to us in so many different ways. It expresses in so many different ways to show us the power of the one and what the one can do to touch the all that becomes the one, right? So one match can do that, but you can't pump enough Darkness into into light to ever penetrate it, ever. It, it has never happened. And as far as we know, unless something by how this earth does what it does and the laws of the scientific things is cha- going, to, going to change, it never will. But I can light up one match and to penetrate dark. But dark can never penetrate light, ever, 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 ever. So that tells me something about the light within. Mm-hmm. And that's why I work to. Do my best uh, to be fully who I am before I get out of this earth suit and leave and and, and journey journey on, right? We don't have a, we don't have a long time to leave whatever that is that can prosper another person that Bonnie Jean touches to be that person in the world. Not just to let their gifts go and enjoy money and all those things. That's cool, but when we can touch a soul that will remember, like you having your podcast and they could go play it. 20 years from now, something uh, that you said will be profound to their thinking.
0: Well, Cherise, my dear, let us take hands virtually because we're not in the same room today. But <laughs> we take virtual hands and light our virtual matches and go together into the world and bring the light of love everywhere.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> what else are we here for, really?
0: Woohoo! Well, you know, we are nearing the end of our time. I think we might've gone over just a little. Ah. Okay. Uh, I greatly appreciate you talking about these real issues. We had no idea where our conversation was going to go. And it went to a place of, uh, we put we we lit the match in some darkness today we absolutely did i
1: like to think so right now it's up to the person who listens if they have ears to hear they'll pick it up but you know we we have our assigned tribe and our assigned tribe has us so we just hope i just hope that i wish for you that whomever your assigned tribe, that they have ears to hear, and that they are prospered by every good thing that you're working on to do in this earth, because you you know your tribe will find you, and they will hear it when 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 the student is ready, the teacher appear, appears. So I hope that as the teacher, you appear in many 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 lives.
0: Well, thank you. Now, will you tell my listeners, our listeners today, how they can find you out in the
1: world so that they can check you yeah. find your other music absolutely they can meet me at the bank chase i'll be standing at the counter bring their checkbook and uh, i'll have a pen no problem on that end and i'll just you know they can just sign some funds over okay that's my that's my lighted wish no uh, if, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a little i'm a little zany i'm i'm zany I can be found at Sharice Arrington, dot uh, com. That's my website address. And there I have, if people wanted to connect with me, I'm on Facebook and all the platforms as well. But my website address is ShariceArrington.com. And I'd uh, love to, you know, however, I can cause more expansion, smile, just a hello. It doesn't have to be deep. It's just nice connecting with people. And so I don't take that for granted. So if that is what anybody would like to do, I am available to the joy and love in the world.
0: (laughs) Wonderful. On that note, I'm going to have us, uh, I'm going to go into a break for a word from our sponsors. But when we come back, we're going to listen to Sharice Arrington's wonderful song from 25 years ago, her silly down with this which is also our t- the title of our episode down with this so thank you all for listening and enjoy the music after the break thank you thank you
2: if you're down with this, down with this. all the fellas throw your hands up the ladies move your bodies back and forth now tell me do you want more you're yeah. down with this if you're down with